Mighty MSG Warriors, we're back for the second installment of our sit-down with Colonel Vira. Uh, if you listen to the first one, uh, great, you know exactly where we are. If you haven't listened to the first one, go back and listen to the first one so you can actually see and hear, actually, not see, because we didn't record it on video, uh, who Colonel Vira is, about his family, and about his leadership philosophy. And, and what we want to do is go to the second part of this, is go into the action orders that he shared when we did our year-end review, our fourth quarter annual awards uh, event that we did, a live event. Uh, we want to go a little more in detail on that. It'll be about 15-20 minutes, not too long, uh, but to give you a little more explanation on, on exactly what those action orders are. And they're action orders from Chief of Staff of the Air Force, General Brown, uh, and we took them and we, we kept those the main heart of it, and then we added in the MSG portion of how that applies to us here at the MSG. So, Colonel Vara, welcome back to the show, Adventures with Chief V. Uh, and uh, yeah, absolutely, sir. Thanks again for sitting down with us. And let's just walk through the action orders and how that applies to our MSG warriors. Okay. Um, you kicked it off really nicely. Obviously, uh, I, I did not come up with the action orders. I'm, uh, yep. I'm, I'm taking them right from the Chief of Staff of the Air Force. I think they're wonderful. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, he's... he's uh, Took what uh, General Goldfein uh, started and is just running with it and putting uh, his approach and spin on it. And so I love it uh, coming out of uh, where he was, where dynamic force employment was huge. And I love what he's doing with that as well. So the first action order is airmen. Um, and, 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 you know, it as, as we say right here, it describes a people first approach. Uh, so my biggest takeaway from from that one uh, for that is big A. Mm -hmm. We absolutely, especially here in the MSG, we have to talk about big A airmen. That's the entire team of airmen across the MSG. Um, to our uh, brand new airmen that are coming right out of tech school, to uh, everyone here, to our civilians, to our contractors, um, uh, across the entire MSG, we have to talk about the Big A Airmen. If we don't talk about the Big A Airmen, then we've uh, we're we're doing a disservice. Uh, I agree, to, sir. It's easy uh, for some some people in some areas uh, to maybe overlook. Uh, and there's there's a lot of what I would say. Uh, there's some blind spots and there's some biases that are built up over years of just uh, in the military service when you have civilians and, and military members, active duty service members serving together. Uh, so I think we do a, a good job here in the MSG of looking at the full portfolio. And, and as you say, you would say the big A airmen, uh, there, there's a whole, there's a whole nother conversation I can have mm -hmm. about, about airmen. I think we, we are all, it's always a big A on that because we are very important to our, our nation's defense. So, but yeah, I like how you highlight that and just about embracing the full team. And I know we talk a little bit about, um, you know, leading without fear of failure within this same construct of action order AS and dealing with airmen talk to us a little bit about that as, as well okay no appreciate that um, so uh, I, had a, I had a boss once that talked about you know a lot of people want to want to get up there and uh, take four strikes and try to or three strikes sorry and try to hit the home run yep. uh, he's he said let's take a thousand strikes if we have to and, and let's hit 600 home runs uh, I, I really like that, that, you know what, we have to be able to take risks. We have to smartly do it. Uh, we have to be able to uh, see where it is that we want to look to be better. Um, don't be stagnant. Look to see where, hey, you know, we, some things are, yes, we've always done it this way, and we'll probably continue to do it that way uh, because it really makes sense and we do it really well. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's some things we have to look at, you know what, we can do better at this. We can do it smarter. We can do it faster. We can do it more efficient. Um, and that's where we want to be able to take risks and make sure it's, you know, 
It's not illegal, it's not immoral, and it's not unethical, but it's a way we can take smart risks, get after being better, being a, get after being uh, just uh, doing things uh, more efficiently and smarter. Yeah. So, you know, you talked about that in our first segment. Uh, you know, if I could pull the, pull the thread on this a little bit, we talk about courage, about standing up against the status yep. quo. Um, you know, there's, there's sometimes I think that's uh, all that's really needed is a little bit of uh, courage to execute, to stand up and say, hey, why do we do it this way? And then the next step is when, well, that's the way we've always done it. When that reply comes is an additional surge of courage to say, okay, what's the next step from here? And uh, so anyway, I definitely encourage our airmen, uh, as you pointed out, sir, that's across the full portfolio of them as she, let's question that. And, and I look at this as an exciting time, to be honest with you. There's a lot going on in the, in the world, and I get that. But this is an exciting time because we have leaders at the highest level, and we have for the, you know, General Goldfin was the same way and the same philosophy as the squadron's the heartbeat of the Air Force, yep. and I love that as well. And now we have a, a chief of staff that's put out these easy-to-interpret action orders when it's, it really all does tie to accelerate, change, or lose, which was a bit nebulous for some people. They didn't exactly know what that means, and now we've thrown these action orders in here, or he, he has. And, and so I appreciate you keeping that same trail, same cart, if you will, hitch that same cart and not trying to create something new. I mean, the Air Force is already going this way and it's an exciting time to look around our spaces and say, you know what, what what can we do different? What what should we be doing different? Uh, especially when we talk about force shaping and things are right around the yep. corner or that are ongoing right now. And some things just we're not gonna be able to do. Uh, and the things we have to do in the defense of our nation, how can we do them better and more efficient? So yep. no, thanks for pointing that out. And, and I know you also talk about uh, you know, trying to uh, build leadership opportunities uh, across the portfolio of not just MSG, but how we uh, operate within Raider country here at Ellsworth Air Force Base. So any thoughts on that about how we, uh, we you know, talk a little bit about uh, those leadership opportunities across the wing? Yep, uh, absolutely. Well, I think that first thing is empowering. Mm -hmm. uh, we talk about it in, in, in these action item orders as well, but empowering airmen at all levels to be able to uh, have these opportunities. Mm -hmm. You know what? Um, uh, give them the. You know what? Uh, it's it's you you use the analogy of coaching, mm -hmm. but give them the opportunity to get out on the on the field. Yeah. You know what? Get up. Give our airmen those. Uh, hey, you know what? Ability to step out maybe outside their comfort zone a little bit mm -hmm. and try. Yeah. And and you know what? We have so many opportunities across the wing of uh, of taking care of families, taking care of airmen, uh, taking care of the mission uh, to uh, to have leadership opportunities and you know what and it goes back to the courage you know being a leader and stepping out and, and making decisions it, it is scary yep. it's, it's no doubt about it I mean I, and there's times I question my decisions I know you question yep. your decisions and sometimes yep. uh, you know you're alone and afraid and and you like man this is this is tough uh, it, it happens to all of us but being able to do it once yep. and you're like hey I was able to do that yeah that you know what I can now step out and do this even more. So I think yeah. that's one of the things of I really want our, our airmen, big A airmen, to have that opportunity. Uh, you know, I dislike the the saying that, not oh, what you just said, but the opposite of that of uh, I'm alone and unafraid because I've never been in that situation, <laughs> right? And maybe there are people out there that have been, and I know we're, on a, I, as the, my the audience will know, I, I camp out or take a <laughs> rabbit hole, you know, every once in a while. But, you know, you're... 
that courage isn't the absence of fear, right? Mm-hmm. We, we're kind of mm-hmm. highlighting that a little bit. And we think about this action order of, of airmen and the airmen first approach. We have to have courage. And, and, and don't think that just because you have fear that you don't have courage. No, the courage is what comes when you start taking a step away from that fear, right? Or walking through that fear to overcome it. So, and we talk a little bit, I mean, maybe it's a little bit of a stretch, but kind of in, in some ways of connecting to the mission and connecting to the community within the same construct of, of the action order A, and I think it does have courage to do that, too, because sometimes it's just easy to, not necessarily it's a fear thing, but it's easy to just camp out in, in your comfort area. So talk to us a little bit about uh, what you want the squadrons or what you're hoping the squadrons get after when they, you talk about cultivating a sense of belonging uh, to the community and the mission. Okay. Um, I'll start with the mission. Uh, we have to be connected to the mission. Uh, so we're here for a reason. Ellsworth Air Force Base is put here in, you know, just outside Rapid City, South Dakota for a reason. And it's that that patch of concrete out there where we launch B-1s from. And we've got our sister uh, squadron of the 89th Attack Squadron here on base that are getting after the mission. Uh, The more we can be connected to the mission, you know, when I I see this morning, you know, two jets taking off and it's loud and it gets me excited every time. I never grow grow tired of listening to uh, the sound of air power anywhere. Um, so every time one of those t- takes off, there is a whole chain of events that has led to it. Yep. And every airman on this base has led, has been part of that chain somewhere. Um, what I want our airmen to understand is that they are meaningful in that jet taking off. Whether it's going to go on a 36 or 30 hour mission, a CONUS to CONUS mission, whether it's going to do a BTF, a bomber task force mission, whether it's just going out and training to make our air crews better or teaming up with F-35s from someplace or F-16s or wherever it may be, um, every time one of them takes off, it, like I said, it's a chain of events and our airmen in the MSG are part of that chain. Yes. And if and if that chain gets broken, that jet doesn't take off. Yep. And so the, the, and then we can tie it, we'll talk later probably on tying it to the bigger mission yep. of the yeah, the competition piece. Oh, yeah, so what we're going to talk about, but I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. But <laughs> so that's the piece I want to talk about is connecting to the mission that everybody's a part of it. Yes, and, and so I'll, I'll give a little bit of a teaser on that. You know, and, and we can keep we have to keep it in the class on here. And I really encourage, uh, you know, uh, and I know we'll talk about it a little more in depth. Is is leaders at whatever level you're at. Uh, to connect with the intel community uh, when you do talk at a higher level of security where you can actually see some of the things we're doing. If it's in the open source, uh, you might look at a map and see an arrow of where the plane has flown kind of thing and maybe not really take into a full account all the things behind that. So really encourage our, our airmen at all levels to connect with as much as possible, uh, as a lot of it is on the need-to-know basis, but I really think our airmen do need to know, you know, because mm-hmm. it helps you when you're in the daily grind. You hear us say, hey, action order A, it's all about the airmen and the airmen first approach. Uh, what does that really mean? So thanks again for sitting down and, and helping us understand that. And so which kind of leads me uh, to action order B of bureaucracy, you know, and I, I think that speaks enough for itself. But on some of the things we started out with here at the MSG, we were like, uh, just press through it, right? Full speed, press through it. If there's red tape, uh, let's see if we can remove that red tape. So walk us through a couple of the points on action order uh, B for Okay, sir. yep. Um, so if, if we look at it in, in definition of uh, how General Brown says says we need to uh, speed up the decision this, the decision making process. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's, that's what he says. Yep. So what does that mean to me? We, we need to blast through the red tape. You know what, uh, wherever we see those choke points, um, that that stifle our ability to get the mission done stifle innovation 
um, slow us down. That's one thing we we absolutely have to just be able to this get through it, blast through that red tape. And, and part of it is we talk about uh, champion value-added processes. Yes. Find those that really make sense. And you know what? Uh, this works. This works really well. Let's champion that. And it may be it may be something as easy as, uh, hey, there's an app for that. It doesn't always have to be technology-driven. Sure. It may just be a process that, you know what? Uh, we've looked at it on the staff here of hey, we get something up in the routing tool. Do we have to have five eyes looking at it or yeah. – Maybe just two, two, two sets of folks, and if that takes off a, uh, you know, twenty minutes or a day of routing, and we can get it back to the airmen who need that guidance or that decision, that helps. That's what that's what I'm talking about. Those, yeah. those types of things, and it and it and it's kind of those you know those twenty minutes here, twenty minutes there. It all adds up. Yeah. Anywhere we can get rid of a little bureaucracy is going to in the end uh, add up to a lot. Absolutely. You know, you, we also spoke a little bit about uh, warfighter ethos and how we infuse that into everything we do. And then, uh, you know, sometimes we can get a little bit distracted potentially uh, with an MSG because we don't all kick doors and pull the trigger twice yeah. kind of thing, right? So, um, you know, and we don't all know exactly what 100% is going on with the airframe like you spoke of earlier. But the warfighter ethos, you know, I think that's, I, I really, no, sh- I, I got to quit saying think. I believe that to be important, very important to no matter what specialty we are or what we hold in the Air Force. And then how we also have to think about customer service and you say okay well chief how do you put warfighter and customer service together uh, and for me it's very easy but you know we probably should peel that onion back a little bit and walk through it is there's a there's a mindset uh you know a mental fortitude if you will when we think about a warfighter ethos and the things that we do to support the pointy end right of, of our air force and that's what we are as an air force you know um and and everybody is a customer whether it's a, a retiree coming in to get something taken care of or if it's the customer being the operator or the maintainers on the airframe or, or what have you right so talk give me your thoughts or your perspective on that a little bit sir okay uh, appreciate that well one nobody has more customers than the msg yep. <laughs> uh, you know we are in the the uh, customer service business uh but i like how you said it uh, our, our customer isn't always the person that's just coming up to the desk and asking for this us to sign a piece of paper or to do this or do. our customer is from the aircraft that's out there, that, that B-1 is our customer. Mm-hmm. The United States Air Force is our customer. The taxpayer is our customer. The national defense strategy and the way we can get after things is our customer. So that's how we have to, we have to be able to connect that. You know what, uh, and we talked about the connection to the mission, yep. um, but when we take care of airmen, when we take care of families, when we take care of, uh, of things here on the base, um, whether it be from food at the defect to POL, pumping fuel into the planes, or you name it, to our airmen at the front gate, everything we do has is tied to that mission, and that's our customer. And our customers take care of the mission as well. Mm-hmm. So our families, if if uh, if I'm not taking care of uh, you, your your family, if I'm not taking care of Amy and the boys, and uh, the MSG taking care of them as they their needs. Uh, guess what? You have a bad day coming yep. to work. Yep. When you have a bad day coming to work, that affects it affects your peers, it affects your teammates. Um, so that's the big connection, I think. Is uh, and if we do that all across the the Ellsworth Air Force Base, well, we're not going to be able to do the mission. Yes. So I, I think so. We always always have to remember that we're here for a reason, 
And we have had plenty of airmen across this base deploy uh, all over the world. And we never know when we're going to get the the balloon goes up and we're going to have a uh, ramp full of jets here ready to go do some business. And and that's a great segue, sir, when we talk about the Action Order C, which is competition. And I'm I'm all about some competition, right? And I think that makes us better when we look at it as a competition, right? And and honestly, survival and way of life. You know, General Brown talks about it, you know, accelerate change or lose. And when we lose... That's that's horrible. That's a bad day. Yeah. A failure in the small things to learn, to grow, to proceed and progress. That that's great. When we talk about we fail as an air force or a space force, uh, we fail as a nation, mm-hmm. and, and that is big time business. So l- let's walk through this. I know this is probably mine and your maybe favorite area to talk about. So uh, we'll, I'll try to I'll keep an eye on the okay. clock yep, and yep. keep <laughs> us online. But uh, I would like to you to talk to us about connecting the mission, knowing the uh, knowing our adversaries. Uh, you know, and we talk about major combat operations. Uh, many of our airmen. I don't think any of our airmen serving right now really know when we talk major combat operations. Yep. That's with peer competitors. Yep. Um, so, yes, yeah, sir, let's, let's walk through that. I'll give you – I'm going to give you five minutes okay. to talk about it, sir. Right. Okay. Otherwise, <laughs> we'll be here all day. Yeah. So uh, one of our favorite to talk about, one of the hardest to talk about, too, and, and talk about it at uh, – the classification level that yes. we need to be able to talk about it mm-hmm. as, as is is tough as well, um, but you know it, it's laid out our, our national defense strategy and and our uh, air force future design concept. It's mm-hmm. laid out pretty well. We know who our our big time adversaries are, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's China and Russia. Yeah, um, and and they don't play fair. No, you know what they they will they try to steal our technology. Uh, they, they 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 don't play fair in in. And, and we like to win, yeah, right? Absolutely. You talked about we we need to win yeah. um, at all levels. And so everybody has a piece of that, uh, being able to understand how our team of teams, our, our folks here in the MSG um, working together, doing what we do best, supporting our B1, uh, how that ties to the national defense strategy. Guess what? Dynamic force employment. We can take a B1 right from this piece of concrete right here yep. and we can fly it anywhere in the world yep. and we can do it um, without hesitation mm-hmm. we can do it when the boss says go yep. and the ability to do that um, is huge in being able to uh, get inside the OODA loop of our uh, near peers yep. um, so that is what I think being able to connect to that like I said we can't go into all the classification sure. and, and, and stuff on that um, but what else we have to start thinking about too, uh, as as we've seen, we, we've been we've been doing bomber task forces mm-hmm. here, right? Yep. Um, we've been going to certain locations. We can go to other locations. Being able to pick up um, a handful of B ones and take those folks, our airmen that do that, and then that boss I, that base operating support and infrastructure piece, along with it, go anywhere. Sometimes maybe a little bit more austere than we're used yep. to. Being able to do that. Uh, at the drop of a hat and do it well really really helps us with our dyma- dynamic force employment um, oh, yeah. that piece the ace the agile combat employment the you know we've we've been able to do it with some uh, fighters across the air force we're starting to get after it for our bombers and yep. we do it in the mobility world and the soft world as well Absolutely. so uh, to me I, I could talk all day yeah. long i've got had yeah. some experience being in a contingency response group being able to do this i love this but what it's going to take is our airmen having that mentality that thinking about that and when i say airmen big airmen that we have to be multi-domain cross-functional we have to be able to you know what have an expert lead 
lead someone who may just have uh, some experience in doing whatever, whether it's, uh, you know what, I need to, I need to help build some uh, pallets. Mm-hmm. I need to uh, help augment the front gate. I need to, uh, you know, do whatever it is, chalk the fuel truck as we're backing it up to do. All that stuff uh, is important. We have to have, and it's it's not just training, 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 training. It's a mindset. Yeah. To me, it's a mindset of, at the drop of a hat, <clears throat> we could go anywhere, anytime, any place, and provide absolutely fantastic support yeah. with a pretty small team. Oh, absolutely, sir. You're right. I wanted to to capture on this as well. Um, about the mindset, right? So I take it at the competition level, right? Just a simple country boy playing football. Um, and, and so, you know, when I associate it with football, not everybody is a skilled player. Not everybody's going to score the touchdown. Not everybody's going to be the coolest guy on the team, right? Um, and there's some people in the trenches. And I see the MSG as us being in the trenches and grinding and doing a lot of work. And so to your point, so when you say, hey, I can launch this aircraft and put it anywhere in the world, that should make our airmen in the MSG, no matter what your specialty is, uh, your rewarded AFSE, it should make you poke your chest out with pride, a little bit of pride, right? Right? Uh, to be proud of what you do and the capability you bring to the fight. Because guess what? Yes, while the airplane can get off the ground maybe once uh, and go somewhere and land, guess what? If it doesn't have the stuff that we bring to the fight, the security, uh, the ball side like you talked about, all those different aspects of the MSG, guess what? That plane's going to just sit there for a, a little while to a long while till we show up. And it does take a full team effort. And it's, it's, So anyway, back to the, to the football analogy. Uh, I, I was a tight end, but we didn't use tight ends a lot. So if you're familiar with football, you'll understand this. If not, tight ends are not all Gronkowski. Uh, you know, they, they win Super Bowls and stuff. And some of us are on the line and we open up, uh, you know, a running lane or a hole for the running back. And I used to study, right? So when we talk about knowing your opponent, so each one of our AFSCs in your functional area of knowing the opponent, studying it, and I said, hey, I know where this defensive end is going to be. I know exactly where he's going to be. I pulled just at the right time to pop him just right, and our, our running back springs for 65 yards and a touchdown. Nobody comes back and says, Caleb, that was a great job. My coach does, but nobody in the stands yep. cares. All they do is they see Daniel Cobb running down the, down the sideline for a touchdown. So I want our airmen to understand that sometimes we're in the trenches. You might not always feel like you're appreciated. We talked to our force support squadron the other day when we were going around giving out – or not giving out, but uh, recognizing them with the hardware of the awards – like just know that we we appreciate you we love you we we appreciate what you bring to the fight and our other partners do too we just don't always do a great job from both sides of the fence so to speak of saying that Uh, but yeah i want our our airmen to understand you're vitally important to us being able to launch that aircraft and recover it uh, anywhere in the world so which leads me a little bit to, I guess, a little bit of a rough, bumpy transition, but into design implementation. Because like I said, sir, me and you get fired up. We'll spend another two yeah. hours talking about competition. But uh, talk to us just a little bit, probably another three or four minutes on, on action order D, which is design implementation. The Air Force needs to know how to adapt uh, to changes, right? So how do you look for us to do that within the MSG? So um, I look at grassroots from, a, from the bottom up. Um, we set the conditions at the group level, the squadron commander level, to afford our airmen the uh, ability to think outside the box to think how do we make this better how do we make things faster how, you know we we're, we're going to put a few things in place mm-hmm. uh, we're going to have a raiders works uh, uh, over over near als we're going to take one of those wings and turn it into an area that is conducive to uh to sparking innovation yep to uh, coming up with ideas. Uh, but we have to start at the grassroots. I love, so I'll, we go out, you know this, we yep. go out and we talk to airmen. And we've got some airmen out there that have some fantastic ideas. Um, and we we, be, we need to be able to help grow those ideas. Um, and, it, and it doesn't need to be anything cosmic. Like I said, um, we, we can start off, if it saves me 10 minutes, if it saves me 
two cents. You know what? Uh, uh, over time, that all builds. Yeah. And having, having again, this is a mindset too. It, it's, it has to be a mindset, just like we talked about the mindset of the competition. Um, we have to look at uh, this being a mindset to be able to innovate and, yes. and do it always. And, and to support it because, again, you know, when there's, it's, you think back to that guy in his garage, right? Mm-hmm. That's selling some books. Yep. Selling some books over the what the interweb yep. or whatever it was back <laughs> in the days, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and and just the courage to be able to do that and to go out and look what it's turned into. Oh yeah. You know, and, and we see these types of innovations and these types of ideas uh, across the Air Force. Yes. Uh, I, I to us uh, here at the group, and you know this, uh, Miss Vega, um, our, our civilian deputy is huge and working with all of our academic uh, partners downtown across ensign uh, you know she's a cyber sitter reviewer so she, just yeah. fantastic stuff that we'll be able to do at the higher levels here but to me this happens at the grassroots and it and it really uh, if, if segues it goes you know right underneath that on our our, our slide here we have accelerate change or lose yep. and that that right there is huge Yes, sir. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to ramble on for a couple of minutes, let you build some thought on how you okay. want to close this out. Um, but but I love the fact of starting at the grassroots and every airman matters. You know, Chief Master of the Air Force Number 19, Chief Joanne Bass says uh, everyone has a place in the Air Force, and the way I see that is translating not only just for the obvious frankness of what she said or what she meant when she said it. Um, everyone does have a place in the Air Force, but also your thoughts and, and your and your mindset and your vision also has a place as well. So don't be afraid to share it. And, and guess what? If you reach a roadblock, hey, you, y'all know how to reach me and get a hold of me. You know how to get a hold of the boss. Uh, I want to hear your ideas. And you know, we do, uh, maybe innovation might get a little bit of a bad rep because uh, it's an overused word. But what I tell Airman, sir, is Guess what? Innovation is nothing new to the Air Force. I mean, if you look at the two, well, one was a rebel. Let's let's be mm-hmm. honest. Billy Mitchell, <laughs> General yep. Billy Mitchell. You know, he was court martialed, right? So he knows to talk about courage, boat, yeah. right? And blow up a boat, yeah. So exactly right. So courage and innovation and ingenuity. Airmen are built on that. That the whole Air Force is in our blood, right? So we always, everybody I've ever been around uh, at Mass, right? Or there are people in those groups looking to do something better. You know, they used to call me when I was a young dirt boy in the, in the shop. They used to call me the kit guy. I was always trying to make a kit to do it faster, <laughs> do it better, you know, kind of thing. There's there's people like that out there. And, and the boss and I just want to encourage you to, to bring that idea forward. Maybe it's something you can do at your level. Maybe it's something that does need our attention on. Uh, but at the end of the day, just remember, uh, courage and innovation is in our blood as airmen. It's, you can't get away from it. That's just who we are. So let's, let's get out and start executing. So, sir, I'd like you just a couple minutes or however long you want to take on it, just wrap us up with uh, your final thoughts on the action orders and okay. anything else you want to share with MSG. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate it, uh, Chief. So uh, to wrap it up, we, we wanted to keep it simple. Yep. <laughs> As you said, you're, yep. uh, you and I, were, we didn't want this to be complex. Yes. Our, our strategic plan, we wanted to set a framework for squadron commanders to be able to uh, have a uh, an idea of what we wanted to get after. We didn't want to make it really prescriptive, and we didn't want it to be something where I was just uh, tracking stats yes. and uh, do outs every month of hey, where are you at this? We wanted to give them uh, a framework to to get behind and an encouragement of what to do, and and that's what we want to keep it simple. And it is. I yep. mean, is, this is fairly simple, but. Uh, I think it's really powerful. You know what? And it all starts off with, like I said, taking care of our airmen, uh, knocking down bureaucracy at all levels, knowing who our enemy is, um, and and then, and knowing that we like to win, yeah. and we're going to win, and we are the best at what we do. And then uh, getting after just doing things better. Yeah. So, yeah, 
being able to simply do that and uh, giving your squad, giving our squadron commanders the ability to uh, lead with that framework. That's awesome, sir. Thank you again for sitting down with us and chatting with us and just sharing with us your your vision behind the words on the paper or on the slide or the photo, depending on how the yeah. airmen view it. Uh, again, we have uh, the, I know uh, a lot of our audience in the MSG might not be Facebookers, uh, but we have Instagram and Facebook and you can find these files out there and obviously wherever you see this link, where if you're listening to this, you all have all the links uh, in there to find all the stuff that's written down. Now we have the words from you behind us. So again, sir, uh, thanks for sitting down and chatting with us. Chief V, out.